Welcome to the newest season, our second season of the You and Me podcast, the podcast for real brides looking for real advice. This brand new episode of Wedding Planning Q&A is brought to you by The Bridal Journey and Wonderlust Creative. Today on the show, we are back for 2021 and we are so excited to talk about the most festive time of the year and what comes with it. Proposals, of course. Did you know that Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day are the most popular days of the year to pop the question? Beginning the new year with a celebration will kickstart the most amazing journey. And so today we talk all things about your proposal, what our top tips are for the newly engaged. So hi, Andy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. How's your week been? Good. Um, Interesting to say the least. Tell me. What's been interesting about um, it? I should probably keep my voice down, but there was, we've got, you know, we live in Torquay, so we have lots of um, holiday makers coming down and everyone tends to rent out their houses, um, you know, as holiday Airbnbs over the Christmas time period. And uh, yeah, there was a bit of a domestic at oh our neighbour's place, Airbnb, so we had to call the cops and I've been up quite late. So oh that was goodness. an interesting night, a bit of entertainment. That's insane. Are the people the still there? Yeah. So it's just a wow. bit awkward. Yes, awkward. But anyway, that's – and oh, what's my best? Yeah, that's definitely the worst for the week. What's your best, best for the week? Best, 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 Oh, I smashed my um, MacBook screen. Well, I didn't mean to smash mm. it, but it's still under warranty and it got fixed. <gasps> that's a life win. I up today. So yes. thank God I wasn't in, you know – thousand dollars debt of getting the oh screen God, fixed no, or anything so that is mine what about you <laughs> um well I think the sunshine for me has been the best this week I felt like I really needed just some form of vitamin d so that's been really good um and the worst thing of the week oh do you know what the worst thing of the week is actually I and this is actually probably one of the worst things of every week of mine. I forgot all my or I deleted my note in my notes section of my iPhone that has all my passwords. Yeah, that's a big to everything. You like shouldn't that's do a big that because someone could crack into your phone and I've got no idea what my passwords are though. Ever for anything. Yeah, no, but maybe you just don't put it in your phone. I know, but where do I put it? In a notebook? Yeah, but I don't or carry in your wallet a notebook or everywhere. I don't yeah, know. maybe write on wallet. a piece of paper. I don't know. I think anyway. that's a rookie mistake. You shouldn't keep well, passwords in one spot. Yes, but I need them at the ready <laughs> when they're like, you've spent over $100 and you need your yeah, yeah, yeah. card password. There's nothing I'm like, more Fuck, annoying. I don't and because you have to completely change your passwords all the time oh. and reset them. So And then you add on extra exclamation marks <laughs> on the end. So and your password like... just keeps increasing in exclamation <laughs> marks and you don't know how many you've got for each oh one. Oh, my God. Okay, that is, so annoying. Yeah, that is definitely but, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so this week on the You and Me uh, podcast, we threw out a bit of a poll to the listeners um, asking them, you know, how much did you go over your wedding budget? So this might give people a good... Uh, range of how much of a buffer they need to save for considering how much others have gone over if that makes sense so um, 134 people went 5k to 10k over their budget which was the most popular that's kind of like a five five ten percent 
increase. Yes. So that sounds nor- like that's normal. So you know that you're probably going to go over 5 to 10K of your initial budget. Yeah. So make sure when you're working out your budget that you have then have a buffer of 5 to 10K sitting there as well. So that was really mm. interesting. Second came up was um, 120 people said 0 to 5K. So that was pretty close. You know, so I'm thinking that you roughly are going to go over budget about 5K on yeah. average. We for recommend people. whatever a client's budget is, we always recommend to have a 5 to 10% of your budget variance in an overflow account. And yeah. that is just too so important. Really important. But yeah. this was interesting. So obviously, the most popular was 5K to 10K. That was 134 people. But in third was 91, which I mean, isn't very far away no. from 134 so 91 people said they went over budget 10 to 15k so that's quite still a high number it is a high number do you know what though that could literally be thinking you're going to spend 2k on your wedding dress yeah, and spending true. 15 it just depends oh. I guess how much initially people set yeah, the bar for totally and then 83 people went above 15k that's still a decent number isn't so it it's not like really one interesting it is very interesting. Um, All right. Yeah, which so, is, you know, I, every bride Laura and I have interviewed said they went over budget. So. Yeah. yeah. Even, <laughs> I don't even, think you're going to stay under or on. Nah, you, you know, you're going to go probably over. Probably going to go. Even the one today, she's like, no, no, we were pretty good. And then in, in the next breath, Liv's like, no, but we did go over. So I think this is really fitting that we're talking about the poll because today's episode is dedicated to all the lovers and proposing. And so obviously if you propose to, you're at the start of your um, wedding planning journey. So it's probably fitting that we said, be prepared to spend more money first before we talk about it. But the rate of proposal skyrockets over this Christmas and New Year festive period. So we thought it was only fitting that in our first episode back for the new year, we discuss all the pro tips to be able to ensure that these newly engaged guys and girls get to enjoy the journey to wedded bliss. So if you're listening and you are planning on popping the question or somebody you know is or you have done it already or somebody might even just need a gentle push, then we've gathered together some hopefully helpful advice we think to keep, you know, up your sleeve and in the memory bank for when the time comes. Um, So Andy, the first kind of top tip that we've got is to enjoy the moment. So take the time together before shouting it from the rooftops. I think this is something, oh, well, it's definitely something my husband and I did um, and something that everyone, and if you're listening to this podcast, you know, if you've listened to this podcast before you're engaged and get the chance to kind of change your narrative and and, um, decide how it's going to go, then I really think that you should um, keep it in mind. It was the most, like... You you are engaged, Andy. It's the most magical moment and I think one... You just need a suck, you know, embrace it all and just enjoy the moment, you too. There's no rush to... I mean, I think for Sam and I, we had called parents and close friends yeah. and then um, announced it the next day or something yeah. like that. Yeah, we, okay. You know? yeah. But you still got to like enjoy it this year, guys. We were camping, so we'd been like bush coastal camping for like three weeks prior to Nathan, my husband proposing. We had no reception. He had carried the ring in the most dirtiest, scummiest van in the the raddest places. And so technically we couldn't even actually tell anyone until we were back into the main town that had like a phone tower because we didn't even have reception. But 
I don't know, having that moment to enjoy it without having everyone's excitement, which I think is amazing and it builds you up. But then at the same time, I'm like, it was just nice to just be us, us two. Oh, you know what sorry, I mean? that was my dog, Teddy. Um, so run us through tip two. So tip two, do not feel the pressure to conform mm. what you think your wedding should be like. Yes, I think out of 2020 that this is the one point that everyone can really view, I think, as a positive because it moves weddings and like our industry as a whole, I think, in the right direction. If you've begun the wedding planning process and really if you're at any kind of stage, then I think I think you'll know it, like how fast those questions come on. You know, as soon as you announce that you're engaged, are you doing the say of the dates? Have you booked your photographer? What are you giving for Bombinary? Do you do a garter toss? What's your wedding cake flavour? You know, all those assumed traditions, I think, maybe, and rites of passage for a wedding day are so long gone. And one of the most amazing things I think that you can kind of do is like sit down with your partner and decide without any external pressures outside, just the two of you, you know, how you want your wedding day to be. Um, But I'm just going to keep saying though, I think, you know, the day, and this is something that we practice Wonderlust Creative all the time, but I think it it means, this tip is, means if you're not a dessert person, swap the cake for a champagne tower. You know, if if you want to save some money on invitations, send them digitally or um, send the invitations out a little bit earlier so you can save and not have to do a save the date. I think one of my biggest pet peeves is couples feeling the need to uh, give more to their guests on their wedding dates. That makes sense, Andy. Like, And by more, I mean like a bombinaria or a favour. You know, those little gifts that are on the plate Hmm. from the couple I hate them like unless you've yeah unless you have something that's super meaningful to you both okay and you want to include or it's a family tradition or something that your family's heritage that's been passed through the generation then fine absolutely but to be honest your guests are getting an incredible dinner and six hours most of the time worth of booze and a party you know they get to celebrate with you guys so to me, I think that it's much more like it's so enough and adding on the extra expenses for all those little things, this is a small chocolate. You don't have to do it. 2020 has definitely allowed, I think, couples People to... People cutting down. Yeah, just look a bit closer at their budgets, you know, and decide what they and, want to and include. And thinking about do people really give a shit? Well, I As in the bombineries, no, no one ever takes them home or people just chuck it in their clutch to never be looked at totally. or um, totally. seen again. Like I, I, I did, yeah. We did go to one wedding where they had bombineries and it was a shot. Yes. But in a little glass champagne. bottle. So mm. when people were like going home or kicking on afterwards, you could kind of take it and swig it. But yeah. But anything else, like unless it's a, a, a tradition in your family, those are the kind of things that I think that... Yeah, just think about what you want to include, not what yeah. someone else has. Yes, I think that's totally. just a good reminder. Yes. Um, so tip three, so the sooner you start planning, the better you'll feel stress-wise, which mm. is funny because we just <laughs> interviewed a bride called Crystal who... Um, planned her wedding in two months. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't seem stressed at all. She didn't seem stressed at all. I think she was an anomaly Laura. though. Um, look, oh, look, planning a wedding can be 
super easy or super hard. It does, I think, depend on the type of person you are. If you're a super anxious person that likes a list and uh, over tends to overthink things, then you may find the process incredibly daunting. Takes a lot of time, heaps of investment, lots of communication. It's it's a labor of love planning a wedding and one that draws, I think, on like your patience sometimes, definitely on your organizational skills. But I really firmly believe if there's not a reason that you need to be waiting, so you're not waiting because, um, oh, you know, well, we'd planned to have a baby or we wanted to buy a house first or financially you were stuck and you had to, you know, give yourself that little bit of extra time, then just don't do it. Go for it. You know, begin the process with an overall view of how you want your wedding day to be and I think how you want it to feel. And really, I think you need to consider the structure of your day. So, Also things like what time of year do you want to get married in? You know, what time of year works best for where you want to get married? So spring might be a really gorgeous season um, with incredible flowers, but you want to get married in a paddock on top of the hill and in Victoria, it is a wind tunnel Mm. and you're going to be blown off. So, you know, maybe I want a beach wedding. Well, are there king tides during that time of year? Do you need to worry about daylight savings? For an outdoor wedding, like I think you need to shortlist what you want and what you need for how you want your wedding day to feel and then begin to research your venues. You know, mm-hmm. location and availability will, I suppose, um, propel you in your wedding journey once you set the them and then once you set your tone. And you know what's a good um, point to think when people are planning earlier is to look at the calendar dates and the area that they're having the wedding because um, I've gone to weddings where they haven't considered that there's been an event on that weekend. So so their family and friends don't have anywhere to stay Stay, because it's been booked out, you know, years in advance because, you know, for instance, uh, in Byron Bay, there's the Blues and Brews Festival and the, you know, the accommodation gets uh, booked out, you know, two years in advance because you have these regulars. So, have a look at the calendar and see, you know, yes. or look up their local kind of council calendar and see what events are on, especially if you're having it at like a local small town or something. Yeah, that is um, such a good pre-plan. point. Yeah. yeah, that is such a good point actually because that will not only stress you out, but that could really throw your guests as well and that could totally change who comes to your wedding yeah, and or who's if you're just dead like, on that day. You know, the earlier that you do that, the earlier your guests can um you know, book their accommodation and you might have to give them a pre-warning to say, yes. you know, it's going to get busy, don't leave it so long to book. Yes, I think that's such a great point. And because the earlier you begin, like you've got a much bigger array of vendors that you get to choose from as well because mm-hmm. there's less likelihood of them being booked out. You're not going to make as many rash decisions because you're not booking under pressure. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're, I always find if I'm like stuck and I've got to make a decision, like even just before I was talking to you about like purchases for teachers and kinder um, teachers and you leave it to the last minute and then you spend way more than you probably wanted to because you just need to book something and there's nothing left. So the point, the moral of the story is, be prepared. Save yourself the stress <laughs> and book something in early. Yeah, so, that's it. I mean, how good is it being back? So oh, it's 2021. So um, and next week in our newest episode of the You and Me podcast, 
wedding planning Q&A, we discuss every question you've had about your wedding catering. So what is the difference between a sit down and a cocktail wedding and how that relates to your budget, what to choose if you can't have it all um, and all the things to look for when inquiring with your favorite caterer. So if you have a question or would like our advice, simply record your message and slide on into our Instagram DMs or leave us an email with your message attached to hello at the youandmepodcast.com. And thanks for listening. Thanks Welcome for back. listening. Yay.